you know. So you don't think Drexler was nice, yo? Hey, come on, man. <laughs> you know he wasn't nice. You just, you know it. So, all right, you know what he was? He was an all-star. He was a Hey, what's going on, everybody? How y'all holding up in this pandemic, bro? This is the Travis Pathia. I'm your host of Redefine Print. And this episode is uh, sponsored by no one, because I don't have any sponsors yet. But um, <laughs> I just want to do a generic opening. So this episode here is with Anthony Maxwell with the Cost Cutters. It's actually a different format than um you may be used to and i guess that's the nine episodes that you got some type of got used to some type of uh format uh, we just talked to um just talked and kicked it um he's gonna come back um he said he's gonna come back and talk about what he does for a living and his company how it can help y'all out but this one is just a sit down conversation amongst friends and i'm actually thinking about making this like a sub genre of the redefined print podcast when we just sit and just kick it share opinions, disagree, and all that other good stuff. I hope you enjoy it. Please like, rate, and review. Um, that really helps us a lot. I mean, everybody else says it, but it really does help us a lot in getting um, traffic to the podcast. Um, you know, and one day we will have, getting us to the sponsorship part. We're not there yet. But I um, hope you enjoy it. Um, leave me uh, a comment, please. Like it, please. Uh, review it, please. All right, peace. If you grow up in the nineties and the only time you watch, the only time you watch the game is that Saturday evening game once every two weeks. You know. Yeah. You don't really know ball. If you can't yeah, and, I, and I, that, that, that's that's been one of my arguments too. Is like one. One, we didn't really see Jordan until he started winning. All, all we had before that was um, the Come Fly With Me taste because he didn't play local for us. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We saw Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, it doesn't count. Like, I want to hear from I want to hear from people who are actually watching. That's why I'm taking opinion of the guy who's in his 50s for... But you know, Drexler made the dream team, right? He was on the dream team. So was Christian Layton up. Stop <laughs> it, man. And with Christian Leitner, that was a gimme pick. That you know, that's what happened, Shaq. Listen, Christian Leitner was on the team. The end. Like Christian Leitner was dumb nice at that time, though. Christian Leitner was. Yo, I don't like your. See, that's the thing. Now I get it. Me and you have different definitions of nice. When you say Christian Leitner was dumb nice, and in college, in college, he was the right pick for a college player at that time. Listen. His NBA career, we ain't talking about his NBA career. We're talking about why he got picked for the Dream Team. They had to pick one college player. Yo, Christian Leitner might be, for, if you want to talk about winner. No, he was the greatest college player of all time, right? Oh, all right. I about to thought you was about to wild out or say something crazy. All right. For the, if we grew up in that era. Yeah. If you grew up in the other, but then if you grew up in that era, so was Bobby Hurley, right? So... Did you watch the uh yeah watch episode seven and eight? What you what you talk about? Last dance? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. It was pretty cool. I think that Jordan having editing control really compromises the documentary, but Oh, you think he has editing control over it? I think he does. Yeah. He did. He said that he couldn't release the tape 
like the whole purpose of it was he he they let him film with the caveat that he owned the footage and if he decided to at any point to let it be released that was up to him mm, i didn't know that yeah so that i kind of figured that though because he's jordan i kind because remember he, he back in the day he wasn't even in video games yeah right he wasn't even in video games, but he was like ninety nine, player ninety nine. Player ninety nine. It looked like him. It had a bald head. Yeah. But yeah, so when you do stuff like that, you kind of don't get the full side, the other person's side of the story all the time. You know, yeah. like you still get the like the interview that people give when you know that the person you're giving the interview about is the one that can approve you being in the documentary. You know. So yeah. Jordan yelled at me, but I needed that yell. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that, right? Is he, yeah. he going to make the video? All right, cool. And then yeah. you don't get the other dude that might not have liked it, you know? Like, yeah. he might have just been X'd out altogether. Like, nah, we're not putting him in it. He's going too hard. So, I mean, I liked it, though. It was cool. What did you think? Nah, I think, so you didn't, you didn't catch the first six, though. So you gotta go back and watch it. Let me get I it. saw one. I saw one and two, and then I missed three through six, three through six, five, yeah. three, four, five. Yeah, three, four, five. Yeah. So I thought I thought episode seven was good. Uh, I think the first four episodes are the best so far. But I thought um, so I'm comparing Jordan to Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of unfair because I, I do think this is like this best the best sports. Uh, documentary that i've seen like series docu-series um because it was like 10 hours of content for real but seven was good i thought um it goes into it just establishes and and and, and solidifies like michael jordan pettiness for lack of a better term like well is it is it pettiness though or attention to detail nah because he'd be like yo home, i don't know if this was a seven or eight they'd be blended in because it's all really just one sitting watching, right? So it's like, so when he said, um, George called and say, what's up to him? He was like, oh, all right. You're not going to say what's up to me? I'm about to show you in, <laughs> in the game. Like, I was just playing golf with you yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's his way. You got to remember, if you're, like, like, if you play your kid in basketball, right, and your kid is six years old, right, are you going to keep backing them down in the paint and using post moves, right? So you got to come up with a way to make it fun for you. You might play your kid only left-handed. Like, yeah, I'm going to play you just with my left hand. Then what, you know, so when you're like Jordan and you've been winning, winning a title isn't enough for you. Like, you got to find a reason to get up for something that you know you're probably going to win anyway, right? So you got to start coming up with all these random slights. Like, a word, you know, and you catch up on my hot dog. (laughs) That is it. That is it. I'm about to drop 60 points on you. I'm dropping 60 points. Wait, what? What? You said good morning. I said, how are you? You just said fine. That's it? You don't want to give me more than one word? Just a one-word answer? All right, watch. Like, <laughs> he had no, he had to come up with reasons to give himself motivation, you know? Like, yeah. He's dominant. Yeah. But also what I noticed is like, yo, this dude gives no credit for people that beat him, yo. Like he comes up with an excuse, so like yeah, no, yeah, no props. Yeah, no props. He was like, "Yo," <laughs> so when when Orlando beat him, he was like, 
yo, I was out of shape. <laughs> I wasn't in basketball shape, which may be true, which is probably most likely true. But he, I don't, I got to go back and look at the first ones. I don't think he ever said like, yo, they just was better than me, yo. They were just better than us. You know why? Because if he ever said that, I think part of that mindset is what makes you a Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you can't take it that someone is better, you know that it's all on you. So that makes you want to work harder. But sometimes mm-hmm. when you say someone's just better, you just tap out, you know? Oh, he's just better than me. He got me. I'm done. I'm washed, you know? So that probably yeah. was part of what makes him great. See, the thing I don't like is how everybody wants to rewrite history. Like, like that shot against the Utah Jazz was the end of Jordan. Like, that, yeah. like I need I need a wizard documentary. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that, man? Where's that Michael Jordan, Washington Wizards getting getting crossed by Iverson footage? Where's that footage? Where's that? Where's that document? Is that episode eleven? <laughs> I want episode eleven. Show me that. Like, that's the only thing I don't like. Like, you're showing nah. your wins, but you nah, show your L's too. Now nah, the revision of it all. The, the first, the first four, they they kind of show the backdrop. The revisionist history of it all has been going on for years, though. Like, Michael Jordan, the myth is crazy, yo. Like, Michael Jordan, the myth is not even human, son. I don't know. You know what, though? Honestly, part of me agrees with you, and part of me thinks that it's not. I think we come to, in society, start to think that, like, you always have good, better, best, ex, you know, uh-huh. Like, but sometimes there's a dude with a 95 average in a class and everyone else has a 75, you know, like meaning like you can be head and shoulders above everyone and there's nothing wrong. With it. Like, I do think like I was reading something the other day when they were like, and I don't know if this is, this is cap or not, but they said that Michael Jordan ran a 4340, right? Uh-huh. If you ran a 4-3-40, that means that it's pretty much if Randy Moss decided he wanted to play basketball. Like, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so think of that level of an athlete, you know? Like, that's a different level of an athlete. Like, meaning, like, no one ever looks, everyone looks at Michael Jordan as an athlete because he was jumping all over the gym, you know? But imagine someone that fast, that strong, you know, his height. It's kind of crazy to think about it in that sense. Like, it might have been because he was the only Randy Moss athlete back then and he was playing against old timers. Or it might have been like he could have been a once in a lifetime athlete who combined that with a once in a, you know, lifetime. Yeah, now, nah, what, I, what, I, what I mean by the myth is the whole, his career myth. So, like, people just act like Jordan only played six years, yo. Oh, the six. But, that, yeah, I agree to an extent. But you know what I don't like, though? I hear a lot of, and, you know, I'm not on these debates, right? Mm. Like, the worst debate I hear is he would have lost to those Elijah Rockets, uh-huh. right? It's like, bro, those Elijah Rockets lost to the Utah Jazz. Like, like you're not beating me if you can't lose to – John Stockton is your starting point guard. You know what I mean? Like if John yeah. Stockton and Carl Malone are beating you, then you can't. I can't expect you to beat Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that those Magic weren't. You know, I mean not Magic. Those Rockets. You know, 
weren't, you know, they weren't the real deal. But yeah, I mean, that's when you start playing the if situation. The if, ifs. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. did play competition, yeah. like meaning the teams that they played in the eighties were real basketball teams. You know what I mean? Like they were real. Now they're not the Warriors, yeah. but you know, like it was some steep competition. Listen, I don't know if he's. I think some people overrate him, but I also think some people underrate him because, again, none of us, it's like right now, I feel like, oh, I I grew up through Jordan, but I really didn't. Like, I think you can appreciate it more if you were a grown man and your favorite players were Michael, Magic, and Larry. Yeah, and then you saw And then this young dude comes through just terrorizing everyone. It's almost like if you're watching NBA now, I can appreciate what Zion does because I'm a grown man and I'm like, oh, LeBron is killing it. And this, yeah. you know, yeah. random dudes come out of nowhere. So for those that grew up, that's why I think the people who are really touting him are the ones that are like in their 60s because they were like 30 when he came through. I was like, whoa, like, yeah, what is this, man? Who is this guy? Now, I, know, think, but- I, I think I think we are the I think gen, gen, Generation X and the early Generation Y I believe I think we the ones that hold them in high regards because I think that the older cats they always bring in Kareem you know what I'm no, saying no 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 those are the people I'm talking about the people who are adults like right. meaning look when did Kareem play Kareem played in the uh, 70s and the 80s all right the 90s we so, played a little bit of the 90s no nah, he ain't played no 90s he, he didn't was, play 90s yo he played 90 90. I think he retired. Play. He was just a walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a walking. He, 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 he was just a walking corpse, man. Yeah. But all right. So, <laughs> he's just like, a, you know. So, all right. So, to appreciate Kareem, right? Uh-huh. To properly appreciate something, I don't think you can appreciate it unless you're at least what? How old do you think you have to be to have, like, a full understanding and appreciation, right? Like, meaning. There's a dude in high school that can dunk in a game, and we all thought he should go to the NBA. Then we find out that he couldn't even make it on a college team, right? But in high school, he looked nasty. So, like, we didn't have a proper gauge for evaluation at 16, right? So, if you were, what, how old do you think you need to be to properly evaluate a player? I think, think, honestly, now that I'm older, I think you got to be at least 30, yo. Okay. So, to be at least 30, right? Yeah, How many I, think, I think 30 gives you enough. The reason I say 30, because you're, you're, you're young enough to not really be stuck in your old thinking and theory, but you're also old enough to have seen some things beyond the teenage perspective. Perfect. So if that's the case, right, then me and you can't really talk on Jordan, right? Yeah. Because we honestly didn't really, you know, like, you could have asked a dude back then, and everyone would have told you back then Dominique was nice. And now it's known Dominique was definitely not nice, right? He was not, he was not nice at all. But if you go back 20 years, or not even 20 years, we're talking about, what is this? How long ago was this? 20 years ago. His, his last, well, 96, so 24 years ago. 24 years ago. Yeah. So you're 15. I was like, yo, Nick is nice. I used, I used to think Drexler was nice. Yeah. Drexler's not nice. You know what I mean? So we didn't nah, I think, I think you got to rephrase it. Because, all right, so let me, let me go, go back to what you were saying about him being a super athlete. If you go, go watch and note those, because uh, they play a, some of them 80s games on ESPN. You go look at some of them 80s games when he's playing, 
Like, it's clear that he is the best player on the court as far as athletic ability and talent and grace, as I say, style. Like, he's heads and shoulders above everybody. It's not even close. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so the reason so I'm going to say, I'm going to say Drexler and Drexler and, uh, and, um, and Dominique were nice because they were, they were nice for their era. No, nope. Nope. <laughs> Why you say, yo, Drexler was nice for his era, yo. Why you say no, Drexler? He wasn't. he wasn't nice for his era. Like, the Hawks were never threat, ever. ever. I said, Dre- no I said Drexler, like, Drexler, Drexler. Drexler was, listen, Drexler was, Drexler gets disrespected daily when people talk about, how can I explain it? Um, who who drafted Sam Bowie? Uh, the Trailblazers, right? Why did they draft Sam Bowie? Who did they have already? They had Drexler. Okay, so every time people bring up that draft pick, they're in essence disrespecting Drexler. Like, bro, you only had Drexler. Like, why did you get Jordan? Like, yo, that's crazy. You didn't get Jordan because you had Drexler? Like, no one says the Rockets were crazy for not drafting Jordan because they go, well, yeah. Elijah one was nice, but when they nah, talk but when everybody backing up, they see Jordan change the game because everybody back in those days would have took Sam Bowie because that was a big no, but that's game. what I'm trying to say. You yeah. say, but they're still disrespecting Drexler by saying that Portland made the biggest mistake of all time. Oh, got you. Got nice. You. If he was nice like that, you'd be like, well, they had Drexler, man. That's why they didn't pick him up. And you're like, oh, all right, that's fair. But they're got like, yo, you only had Drexler, and Drexler wasn't nice. Like, Drexler wasn't nice. He wasn't. Like, you never listen. Drexler wasn't nice. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, in order to properly get the Jordan conversation, he was one of the best. Yeah, you take you you like sound bad now. Oh, my bad. You hear me now? Yeah, what you do? Go ahead. I think you got to be at least 54. To properly, properly, to properly gauge Jordan? To tell me who's the goat. I want to hear from a guy 54 and up. So for you were 30 when you experienced him running through the league, right? The guy who's going to say Kareem is the GOAT, how do you think he is? The guy that's going to say Kareem is the GOAT is probably about 60 on average. 64? Because he had to be 30 when Kareem was running through the league, right? Yeah. So it's all based off you had to see him. And then that random guy who was like, Elgin Bella was the best. You know what I mean? Like he's eighty-four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, you know what? You know what's another bat? You know what's? You know what's also wild? Like I said, it's not even fair to even compare. We, I mean, we had this conversation many times. Like, compare players across eras is one. Is um, it's just, it's just not fair because uh, you know, we all stand on the shoulders of giants. And two, like when you start talking about like Kareem, even early Jordan, like Jordan, Kareem. Um, Elgin Baylor, uh, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Them games wasn't even coming on TV like that, yeah. No, they weren't. So, but the only thing I will say is, one good way to judge an era is how someone related to their own era, right? Like, meaning, Sugar Ray Leonard can be the best because he beat Hearns, Hackler, and Durant, right? Uh-huh. Now, we can say that those guys could have beat Floyd or whatever, but we can say that in his era, he stood out amongst his era, right? So Jordan was so much better than the people in his era, but you can't say that his era was trash, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Meaning his separation from his era is a much greater separation than, let's say, LeBron's from his era. Not saying that there's not LeBron. When they compare people, they're comparing physical traits and who can shoot in this. I'm just saying, based on hands down, like meaning teams are playing, starting their season, like we're playing for second place this year. Do start the season like, yo, we can breathe, right? You know, like it doesn't have that same feel. Not saying that if you just talk about player, like if you take that physical LeBron and throw him in the 80s, uh -huh. I think he'd be a monster. But I'm saying in terms of the, you know, it's like the curve, like how much better than you, you better were. Than everybody else. But that's, that's, also like, not, that's not also not fair anyway, because in my opinion, because LeBron the 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 average the median player playing today is 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 probably heads and shoulders better than the median player that was playing that's in 1985. But that's the median meaning. That's still the standard, right? Like, meaning, you still are judged based on how much better you are than the standard. Meaning, if like you can't make the honor like like if everybody in your class is getting 90s and you get a 93. You're smart. Mm -hmm. But if everyone in your class is getting 60s and you're getting 85s, that's probably a better performance than the guy who got a 93 when everyone else is getting a 90. Not saying that 93 is more than 85, but you're still more dominant in your era, meaning, you know, like. Yeah, no, nah, like, I, I get that point. What I'm saying is that's why you can't, it's probably not, it's not fair to even compare across eras. You know what I'm it saying? is though, because you can only compare yourself with the people you're playing against. Meaning, like Bill Russell, in his era, they can say, "All right, cool." There was no other seven feet dudes, and he'll say, "What do you mean, Wilt Chamberlain was seven feet? He yeah. was dominating everyone else but me." You know, like yeah. give he me. Wasn't, he was, Wilt Chamberlain was dominating, but he wasn't. That that, that comes the, the ring conversation come into play because it's like rings are a reflection of a of a team, a better team than a better athlete. Well, not really. Rings also just say the whole point of the game is to win. Right? Like, mm -hmm. athlete, whatever, the whole point of a game is to win. Like, you don't play games to do well in games. You play games to win. So the guy who wins more is always going to be judged higher than the guy who performs. No, what, I'm, what I'm saying in, in team sports, though, you yeah, – it's the, it's the team that wins. It's not the, it's not the individual player. Yeah, so but it's for, up to you to so do for, like, for example, so so you would say so Cliff Levinston, right? Cliff Levinston nope. probably got three of them joints. Three no, nope. nope. uh, I'm talking about meaning <laughs> if you not gonna hit me with that. So Robert Ory is the best, right? Because oh if that's the case, Bill Wennington is better than Charles Barkley. Nope. What I'm trying to say is if you are one of the top two players on your team, right? Uh -huh. then it's up to you to do what you think will win, right? Like meaning, I always think that when people are rating actual players, right? Mm -hmm. Only recently has like Kawhi Leonard been now, oh, he, he's good because he won again, right? Uh -huh. But at the end of the day, winning means, like for example, the difference between Kawhi Leonard and James Harden is, Kawhi Leonard actually plays defense, so he may not have as much energy for offense. James Harden might go, yo, I don't want to play D because I want to stay, I want to make sure that I have more energy for O. Mm -hmm. So guess what? If that's not a winning strategy, then that's not smart, bro. 
like you shouldn't do that like maybe you should learn how to play defense you know i don't know what to tell you you got to figure out with the cast that you have that's why i don't like this whole sometimes the narrative gets changed around kobe and i think people forget how kobe one time played a whole fourth quarter and refused to shoot it's like it's not it's not the ultimate winner right there you know like meaning you know he's won a lot but that's the same thing as Scottie Pippen decided not to go back in the game. Like you try to make a statement. Yeah, you you try to make a statement and sacrifice your team team winning or not, you know? Yeah. No well, the, reason, the reason I push back, so you gotta go back to episode two, three, and four, I believe, when they show like um Prowse, like how oh. the reason I said like it's not I mean, I, I get why people could why people say the rings is at the end of the day, like you said, we play to win, right? But the reason I'm saying it is more of a, a like a, in team sports, like individual athletes, there's something different. You know what I'm saying? Because you out there on your own. You know what I'm saying? So you, so Michael Phelps got them, 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 them gold medals on his own. When when you go back and look at the early episodes, and one of the unsung heroes, where they actually trying to play him like the villain, is Jerry Krause and just his moves. Like Jerry Krause is the one that the hired to do text. You you have you only know who text is at this point, do you? Because you ain't see that episode two, three. Oh, I know I know who text is, of course. Yeah. So he he hired Tex, and then he's the one that that hired Phil Jackson. Like so, Jordan that wasn't even feeling Phil Jackson nor Tex. Like so, they had um, who was it? Doug Collins, I think, was the coach. Yeah, Doug Collins. Yeah, Doug Collins. So he loved Doug Collins because Doug Collins basically drew all the plays up for Jordan. So when um when um so they was they was they was basically hating on Tex. Like yo, this old ass dude telling us to, to, to run the triangle offense. And you know what I'm saying? Cause like, yo, that take they take the balls out the best player, your best player's hands. So he was rejecting that. So Kraus, well, he made some moves too. Cause Kraus, he 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 uh he acknowledged well he he scouted Pippen. He was the one that picked Pippen. He also traded um what's it do Oakley for Cartwright because he knew Cartwright. Get I mean uh, Oakley's game. Although Oakley and Mike was good friends, he knew that his game wasn't. They weren't going to get to the finals. With, uh, they weren't going to win on that level unless they had right. a, a, a center. And he also right. – then, then the, the coach came into play. So then you got Tex. Tex was like the uh, – the um, they, yo, they, yo, you got to see the, the video. Yo, they put well, the, I read the book. I know Tex went to – but what I'm trying to say is – Oh, you, you know, did? Yeah. No, I told you I read the book. So I know Tex went to in his offense and, you know, pretty much they established it on a college level. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is, like, just to make a long story, like, if you want to win, right, there's a lot of little decisions you have to make, right? Like, meaning pushing people in practice, you know, annoying people, um, you know, doing off-season workouts. Like, one thing I think LeBron doesn't get credit for is his longevity. Like, people take it for granted that he – the people he got drafted with are already retired and out of the league, you know? No, like People that came Carmelo, out of retired and, and out of the league, yeah. Right, like Carmelo literally played one more season than him. You yeah. know, like when I say not one more season, I mean played at Syracuse and LeBron just came out of the year, but Carmelo yeah, only played one year at Syracuse, you know? Yeah, yeah. Bosch has been out of the league. Wade, Wade, um, huh? Wade. And they and everyone gives them justification for it. Like, well, Wade deserves it. You know, he gets a farewell. It's like, wait, you understand that him and LeBron came in the exact same year? 
I don't, so, think, I don't think people calculate that because I think I think part of the hate, in my opinion, for LeBron is that people don't want to destroy Jordan, yo. Well, I mean, it's I don't even think you should compare the two because I still don't think, if you ask me, that LeBron has even passed. Listen, if you want to just say as a player, whatever, mm-hmm. but the perfect example of someone who doesn't get mentioned in any arguments whatsoever, right? Who doesn't get mentioned in like one of the greatest players? Who, Jerry West? But he has rings. He has rings for days. Uh, and we grew up watching him too. He has rings for days and he doesn't even get, no one even considers him in the top 10 conversation. He got rings for days? Yep. Pippen got rings for days. Nope. After Pippen, and before LeBron. After Pippen and before LeBron, he got mad rings? Yep. I mean, you're, not, exactly. you're definitely not talking about Ori. No. Like in a focal point of the... For a focal point of a team. Um, yep. Uh, point of a team. And he had, you say he had mad rings. Multiple rings. He got multiple rings. Ring. He came after... After Jordan and before LeBron and has multiple rings. After Jordan and before LeBron. Um, Tim Duncan, exactly. Now people, yeah. people, people, people bring them no, up. No, they don't. No, nope. <laughs> no, they do not, son. No, they do not. Yo, Tim Duncan, yo, his team, his team what? was 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 involved in one of the biggest the biggest upsets in NBA history and playoff history, but nobody talks about it because it happened in the first round. No, Tim Duncan won a title in ninety. In '99, with David Robinson, I mean, or whenever he came, you know, yeah, and beat the Heat recently, like he was a fixture for twenty, for almost twenty years. Uh-huh. Tim Duncan was the reason. Or when you be like, why didn't the Lakers four people? Yeah, Tim Duncan, like he went yeah. up against Shaq and Kobe with Sean Elliott. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. he went up with Manu and t- Tony Parker, like. Those are dudes that if you saw Mono at the YWCA and he said he'd got next, uh-huh. I don't know if you pick him up until you see him play. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. So he didn't win with just ultra athletes. He won with, you know, and yeah. he was a focal point. But guess what? His game isn't flashy. He doesn't say much. He yeah. doesn't, you know, he doesn't boast. But guess what he was? He was consistent. Yeah. And he was consistently dominant, meaning he went ahead, you know, Everyone thought David Robinson was, you know, nice. Then Tim Duncan came. I was like, whoa. Yeah. So what, you know? what what business what business uh, or leadership skills did you can you did you distill or you th- thought about while you was watching the um the the episodes? Like, Al, if you need to win, nobody can like meaning Jordan could have been the nice guy and lost, uh-huh. but he did. Like, it's like when I worked at some sales jobs where the manager's like a jerk and you hate him you're making more money than you ever made right then you got the cool job and you like the job but you're not really making as much money you know meaning like sometimes the bad guy is good for everyone else but it's not good for your quote-unquote reputation but it might be great for performance you know like you got to know if you're willing to do what people will hate you for, but will get you results. Yeah. 
Honestly, that's what I took of it because again, all that little stuff, these people were trash, you know? Like some of those players were pretty bad. Like, but is that is that is that an analysis or observation? Is that self fulfilling though? So because it because because it, it easily could not have worked. Like it didn't work for mad years. You know what I'm saying? Like like I'm saying, like we we condense his, his career into six six years. But but it, no, but it didn't work. But it didn't work also because again, the guy trying it was also 21 and 22 years old. You know what I mean? So he didn't refine it. It wasn't, you know, the strategy behind it was probably a little raw, you know? Like he probably was just a little too hard. And then no no one's going to respect you until you show me you can do something, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm not saying, you know, by all means, I'm not a Jordan fan. I am not a Jordan fan. You don't like Jordan, yo? (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) I respect his talent. You 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 was a Knicks fan? Yeah, I was a Knicks fan. I've never, like, I've never never like the Bulls, but I can respect if you look up and down the roster honestly and you compare them to the rosters that they played against like if you just take Jordan Pippen was good but outside of that like it was nah 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 I am push back on that the, the, the first the first the first core the first three um as a team mm-hmm. they gotta be top top at least top Top, they top five, yeah. Top right. five team ever. All right. And, and so then they say it's top five, right? So we're in the and then, But then the second, the second one, the second three is the number one team I've seen until Durant um, OKC. All right. Listen, here's what I'm going to do for you, bro. You want to play a quick game? Let's play this quick game so I can prove this point, right? Go ahead. Name a team that's – name another team that you think can compete with that team, right? What, the Jordan Bulls? The second one or the yeah. first one? Yeah, the second one, right? The only team that I think, again, we're going across errors, right? Which I, I said I don't, I don't really want to do. Right. Yeah, but, but we're going to do it for the sake of uh, the podcast and the content, yeah? So, right. um, for me, it's uh, – for me, it's uh, Golden State. I think Golden State, give them that work. Golden State with All the right. rank. All right, cool. Yeah. So, now we're standing at the playground, right? Uh-huh. You got first pick. Go ahead. Who do you want? Well, when the Golden State versus the um... no, all ten players, the ten, the five Bulls starters, right, uh-huh. and the five Warriors starters at the playground together. Uh huh. But you can pick whoever you want. So the first pick, I'm I I, I got to go with Jordan. The first pick. All right, I got Durant. Go ahead. So I'm going to take um. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a a, a mm-hmm. Pippen. All right, I got Curry. Go ahead. So give me Clay. Uh huh. Yeah. I got Draymond. Cause <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you're not picking any more Bulls until all of those Warriors are exhausted. Like meaning, like with all these other teams, once yeah. you get after the first two, you don't want anyone else on that team. And if yeah. I extended it to the bench, please, you're like, oh, wait, are you serious? Who do we got over here? Who? Judd Bushler. Bush. <laughs> nah, nah, I understand what you what I'm saying is I'm saying in, in, I'm his, saying in terms of the players that were like I'm, I'm, you know what I might have took Robin before I took um before I took Clay. My bad. I might have took Robin, but I don't know. You're not, I, you're, 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 stop. Yeah. I gotta hang, I gotta go. All right. Yeah, no, I'm just saying if you're gonna lie on to your people and say you would take Rodman over Clay. Yo, Robin, yo. 
Nah, because listen to me. Listen to nah. me. Listen, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. He said, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I gotta, I, yeah, I got to leave. If you would nah. just him. The reason, the, 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 hear me out. One, so we only basing on what we've seen him do, right? We ain't talking about ifs. We ain't talking about the ifs. Mm-hmm. Jordan was the was the most dominant out of those ten players. Jordan was the most dominant player out of that selection, right? You hear me? I think yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. No, I'm here. Yeah, you froze up again. So Jordan okay. was the most dominant player out of that 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 uh ten we talked about. So my okay. second pick was uh my second pick. Only reason I didn't take Clay, I mean not Clay, Steph, is because I think um. Pippen did way more than Steph. Steph's, Steph's a liability on defense. Mm-hmm. And then after that, huh? Clay, Clay, and drink. Listen, that's not, and that's not peak Rodman either. Let's not pretend that that Rodman that they got is the Rodman. Like you play two K with that team. That's the, that's the. Yeah, that's the. Uh, that's the right, seventy right, right. Yeah, yeah. I gotta switch my back. Pick, pick back to Clay. You right. That was yeah. that was that wasn't peak Rob. That wasn't. That wasn't Rodman at the Spurs. That wasn't Rodman at the. That uh, wasn't Rodman for the Detroit Pistons. Pistons, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, that you're was right. Rodman when he was, when it was like, yo, uh, nobody's picking this guy up. You sure? Yeah. You sure? You yeah, want to play right. here? You're right. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't an asset. Like yeah. when he left the Bulls, I want to see his player card. I want to see how many. He still was one of the top rebounders, though. He is not of the number one he rebounder. Was. Huh? I can be a top rebounder too if that's the only thing I'm gonna do. Yo, you, you get, yeah, you're talking blasphemy. Everybody say that, yo. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get that it's a talent. I'm not saying anything wrong, but I'm saying is it wasn't Pete Rodman. Like, he wasn't. Pete Rodman on that team is the best team ever because Pete Rodman is locking up anyone on the field. Like, Jordan doesn't. Like, Jordan as a defender with Pete Rodman. And Pete Pippen, those were the three best defenders of their era at all three of those positions. Like you yeah. can't score on that team. You know what I mean? If that was Pete Rodman, that was nursing home Rodman. You know? <laughs> that, <laughs> home Rodman. You know, yeah, that was that was nursing home Rodman. I so mean, I... nothing wrong with it, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that wasn't a deep put like this, the Knicks, honestly had more way more depth than those balls. It's just that when it when it comes down to the fourth quarter, I'd I'd rather Scottie Pippen and Jordan over Patrick Ewan and John Starks. But if you go down the rest of that roster, you know, Oak, Mason, you know, that was a pretty deep team. They were so, deep. They definitely they were deep. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying listen, I again well, in the playoffs, you only playing. They only really get seven, eight players in the rotation in the playoffs. Though, but you got to remember when you start winning early, right? Mm. Like that's what made the Spurs so so ill. Is once you, when you win and then you lose. The reason that Cleveland was able to get good so quick because they were able to get three number one picks out of four, you know, out of four drafts. Yeah. Right. So you get to just keep replenishing talent. And your second round picks are going to be at the top of the second round. Yeah. But once you win, 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 like every year you're picking from the 30th, you know, you have the last pick of the draft. Yeah. So you can't replenish. There's not going to be any new blood coming in that's, you know, like you got to go find random guys where teams that, you know, like the Warriors, for example, 
the Warriors were able to pick up a lot of those players in the draft, right? Yeah. But now, how many fresh-blooded players have they had come in in their 20s that have been killing? Not too many because they've been winning for five, six years in a row, and now they got to keep picking 24. That's why LeBron, whenever he goes to a new team, he's changing the narrative because he can go to a new setting. It's hard to stay with that same team for eight, nine years because each year you guys just get older and you're not able to bring in fresh talent. the end of the day man it all depends on when you grew up what you saw i'm not taking no opinions from anybody that was 15 when they saw something because i know 15 <laughs> year old right now. so that's it because right now if you ask anybody who's 15 who's the best playing league who are they gonna say